0: This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude Adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon, I'm Leon Davis. It is 2.01. On February the 14th, we are excited to be back. I'm here with my co-hosts, Leonard Davis and Warren Harper. And, you know, it just, it doesn't feel like we've been away. Well, I take that back. I have, I'm, I'm really excited about being here. Uh, I'm really excited about getting back to doing this. What about you guys?
1: Happy to be here. Again.
2: <laughs>
0: Leonard, you with me?
2: Good evening, good afternoon, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> You're not happy to be back? I am happy to be back. And a nice like vacation. Although the last few days, I'm kind of getting sick a little bit trying to get over that.
0: Uh-huh.
2: But I, I'm happy to get back to work.
0: <laughs> That's right, get back to work. Getting back to work. But well, you know, things haven't changed a whole hell of a lot since... since for the month that we were off. <laughs> crazy is just crazy. And Fred says, Uh-oh. welcome back, y'all.
1: Thanks, Fred. Yeah. Oh Fred. Thanks. Crazy is here
0: to stay. <laughs> well, we are, we really appreciate when people tune in. And and uh Fred has been uh, uh, faithful, faithful hanging out with us, and uh so mm-hmm. we, we really enjoy having him. Um uh I you, Fred, I, I will have to talk to you. Um, Fred called me, uh, and was asking about COVID and, uh, at the time there wasn't things (laughs) I could tell him, (laughs) uh, now there's things I can share with him. (laughs)
1: Oh, (laughs) okay. You got something to share now,
0: huh? I I got things I can share with Fred, things I can talk (laughs) about. Okay. So anyway, today's topic is about teamwork. Teamwork. What is teamwork? Um, so
1: teamwork when I was teamwork, huh? What is teamwork? So I was about I, to say teamwork
2: makes the dream work.
1: <laughs> teamwork what
2: teamwork makes the dream work.
3: Oh, <laughs> ah, okay.
2: So
0: so when I was in high school, uh the whole concept of team sports was to teach people um teamwork with the importance of teamwork. And the whole idea behind teamwork was, is that you sacrificed self-adulation, self-congratulatory, self-patting each, yourself on the back about things that you did because you did it for the, the good of the team. Okay. And I think, I think we've lost that in our society. I think we've lost the whole concept of teamwork and doing things um, not just for your own edification or your own benefit, but for the benefit of everybody involved. What do you think?
1: Well, I think, um, this boils down to what you consider the team, uh, or if you're actually on the team, because if you don't feel like you're on the team, you know, you're just doing your own thing. You're going to act accordingly.
0: Well, okay. So, so do you think that we're we're um exemplifying teamwork here in the United States? Define we when you say we are. We as citizens of the United States.
3: What what, well, what else could be?
0: If... Who else could be the we? Let me help me understand that.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think and these days and times when you talk about the US there is a we it's us and them
0: okay okay um that's so, just my opinion so do 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 us and them exemplify teamwork
1: some do some don't okay
0: so i i don't know i i, I don't know so you kind of you kind of push the conversation into going nowhere because the whole point of recognizing what a team is, is recognizing who all the players are. And so, That's true. and so if you're saying you don't know who the players are and you have separated everybody, you, you haven't given the conversation anywhere to go. So, so help okay, me understand so- where we go.
1: How, do, how do we, how do we discuss teamwork? Well, you can discuss it, but uh, when you when you reference we are specifically the United States, that's when the uh, the fog comes okay. in because I don't think I don't see United States citizens being united as a team.
0: Okay, so so can you be on a team and be an individual? Sure, you can. So. So in reality then that regardless of the fact of whether people see themselves as team players or a part of Mm -hmm. the team, they are still a part of the team.
1: Okay. If you want to define it like that.
0: Well, how would you define it? That's what I'm, I'm trying to get you. Okay. So in order to have a conversation, we have to, we have to have a set of facts that we agree on.
3: Okay.
0: If you don't agree, that American citizens are a team, then we can't have a discussion, can
1: we? <laughs> yeah, we could discuss it, but we probably, we might not come to much agreement. I just, I just feel like uh, the United States citizens are, aren't united as far as being able to work together on very I agree. Okay. And I,
0: and I think that, uh, that, That problem in the team is that not everybody sees themselves um, as wanting to contribute to the effort of the team. That doesn't make them not a team. If you're a citizen of the United States, you're part of the United States team. You're part of how we um, put together society, how we react to outside uh, um, players impacting what goes on inside the team. Now, if you don't, let's take mask wearers. Mask wearers, um, uh, some mask wearers, some people saying I'm not gonna wear a mask regardless of how it impacts other people in, in American society. Yes. Okay, so they're not playing as a part of the team. What they're saying is my individuality is more important than the the group success. My individuality is more important than the success of the United States as a whole. (coughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. But that doesn't make them (coughs) not a part of the team. It just makes them hurt the effort of the team.
2: (coughs) Well, what you're looking at is groups of people that have gotten together and formed their own team. Uh, Like the people that were up at the Capitol on January 6th, that was a team. And (laughs) (coughs) excuse me, they're coming out more and more with evidence that that was plotted. It was planned. It wasn't just a bunch of people that came up there and were released in a wild fashion. They 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 plotted and planned that. They came up as a team. Uh, a bunch of people dedicated to one claw. It's probably a bigger team than we were used to ever seeing. But that's what it was.
0: So so can you have okay can you have a, a group of people not be a part of the american team on american soil
1: absolutely really how um okay let's take an example i'm i'm going to try to think of a, a good good example of this if first of all if the definition of the, of being on the team is just being a citizen then i guess there's no no ifs ands or the buts about you all part of the team question is do they all have equal rights or are they all treated as equal being on the team
0: does that change does does the way that a person's being treated within the group change their team status whether they are part of the team i or would not? say
1: so i would say so why <laughs> for example if, if i get thrown in jail i'm still a citizen but uh, do I have the same rights and uh, opportunities as people outside?
0: How, how does that My change? Your, how does that change your team status? Are you still an American? Because you've been thrown in jail because you're because certain rights have, and privileges have been um, arrested from you. Does that change your status as an American?
1: Absolutely, I have how no How does that rights.
0: change your status? How does that change your no right. as an American? How does that change your status as an American?
1: You're an American well, with no what rights. What does American mean once you get to that
0: status? But you're an American with no rights. You're not a Russian so what with does no that rights, mean? So are, you, what, are you? What's the value? Are you a Russian with no rights? Or you're a Lithuanian well, with real. no rights?
2: Are you a no, not no an rights? American with no rights, I think is an incorrect statement because when they go... To prosecute him for all the alleged crimes he did. They gotta do it by the American where he was rights raw. And they were talking about <coughs> I think <coughs> excuse me. It was on the Rachel Michael show last night. They say these cases are very hard to prosecute and get winning prosecutions. They take, when they prosecute. They tend to lose these cases.
0: Lose what cases which cases are you talking
2: about? Right. Uh, what cases are you talking which about? Which cases are you talking about? Uh like these cases where people rioted against the US government. Like the people on January 6th. And they were talking about a case in Fort Hood, Arkansas, where some people got together and rioted against state government kind of the same way and no,
1: none of those people were ever found guilty well i was referring to people that are have already been convicted and, and are currently incarcerated their status not pre-trial or pre-conviction so that's a whole different situation
3: mm-hmm.
0: so so i i guess i'm i'm still So there's, there's a pushback against the idea of team. And if we, if we haven't defined team, then we're just kind of having a conversation without a point,
1: right? Well, (laughs) maybe we just have different opinions on, on particular aspects of teams, we haven't even defined what a team is yet.
0: And that's and that's what I'm saying. How can you have a how can you have a different aspect when we haven't defined what a team is?
1: OK, so. Under the definition that you gave was what again? Define, give your definition again of the team.
0: So so the idea of a team is that it's a group of people working towards a common goal.
1: Right. Those are your teammates. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So just and you then you went over to discuss being a citizen, correct?
0: I use that as an example. So we're
1: okay, we're, we're all Americans.
0: Whether you whether you are a Republican, whether you are a Democrat, whether you are an independent, whether you are LGBTQ, whether you are uh, native native born, you're still an American citizen.
1: Okay. Is that not, well, I guess, my, is that, yeah, that's correct. Okay. But then being an American does not automatically define as an individual, what your goals are. You may have, we, you and I may have totally different goals. Sure. Just because we're citizens. Sure. <clears throat>
0: that is, that is correct. So, but, that, <clears throat> but because you have different goals, Does that make you not a part of the team?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. If you don't, if you can't work together, if we, if we, we are so in opposition with our, our goals, how are we going to work together?
0: We're still trying to, you're still trying to be an
1: American citizen. Are you not? I It's not trying. I am. (laughs) The fact that I'm a citizen is, you know, I'll, Unless I get... Okay, so
0: in other words, you can have (laughs) uncommon goals on a team,
1: is what you're saying. Well, if... Yeah, if under the definition that you gave, absolutely, yes.
0: Okay, so how would you give it... What would be your definition?
1: I think uh, being on a team requires more um, desire to actually work together. If, if there's a common goal, because the the definition of a citizenship doesn't mean that you automatically have the same goals (laughs) as an individual.
0: Okay. So for you, so for you, if there is a Mm -hmm. person that does not have the same goals (laughs) as you, they are then not on your team.
1: It could be a problem.
0: Okay. So I was trying to understand what qualifies as teammates. What is your definition as qualifying for a teammate?
1: I think you have to be in agreement to work together, to qualify as teammates, right? So if you don't agree. I don't consider uh, it. So, a
0: if, team. so if you're a coach and, and this is just <laughs> a, to try to understand, if your coach mm-hmm. says our goal is, to get the ball in the corner to um, Richard so that Richard can shoot a three-point from the corner. And the guard decides, I don't want to give the ball to Richard in the corner. I want to shoot from the top. Are they no longer a part of the team? They're still a
1: part of the team.
0: So you don't have to have the same goals. You don't have to have the same <laughs> Uh, you don't have to have then the same uh, (laughs) ideology uh, for what you're trying to accomplish to be a part of the state. That is true. Okay. So I guess I'm not understanding then why you have a problem with the team, the the idea, the concept that Americans
1: are a team. I think the comparison between a sports team and being an american just don't really has nothing <laughs>
0: has nothing to do with the comparison of sports team and uh citizenship it has a, uh, a it's about the comparison of the ideology and so if if, oh, the, if the ideology does not mesh for you then then mm-hmm. i don't know where we go to try to have a conversation on the same set of facts. So how, how do we get to a point where we're talking the same set of facts?
1: Well, I we just disagree on the, the general concept of the team, but but let's this, let's this I think we can go to the next point, and maybe we can.
3: <laughs>
0: how, how, do find we an, an,
1: how do we get to the next point if we can't?
0: <laughs> if we can't define what a team is, how, how do you how do you have a discussion about teamwork when we have no no idea what a team is? I, I, that that puzzles me. I, I, we have to have an ideology of what a team is before we can get uh-huh. to the next step. Because without it, we're just randomly putting up facts w- without any goal in mind for the conversation. <clears throat> uh-huh. So Fred says, define the objective the team is working toward- towards. And I, I, I agree with that, Fred. I think that's a define the objective. By defining the objective and and defining who then is working towards that objective gives you some basis to start defining the team.
2: Well, I mean, you define objectives. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Now it's up to the management of the team to keep people uh that will work toward the goals of the team mm-hmm. and get rid of people that want
0: well now like, i agree with uh, you go ahead i'm sorry
2: well like you're playing a and mm-hmm. we have our goal here in sport to use three running back but the guy who's been starting on his to cry following on that because he will lose all his stats and lose his money and this, that and the other. So when you're putting things together, you're trying to do the best you can to seek out the troublemakers in the first place. And then you can build. It's easy to build
0: Are you all right, Leonard? Are you all right, Leonard? Leonard.
2: Yes. I'm all right. I mean, what I'm doing, I'm just saying that you always got some members of the team that want to do their own thing. That is correct. And try to cover it up. Under the guys of the whole team. And, like, you think of a basketball team. You always got those guys that want to throw in threes and hit threes. Maybe the goal isn't for you to sit there take all the threes to pass up some shots and get it down low, where the big forward and center can score some points and what have you. So i will just using that. Think, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. So, so, so as a team, <clears throat> the, the objective, I think the objective of a team is to achieve a common goal um, through um, joining efforts and putting aside personal uh-huh. gain for the benefit of the squad as a whole. Uh-huh. Is that, is that, a fair, um, I don't know, description kind of. You think? That's yeah, I think fair, that's
2: a good description. That's a fair, accurate characterization
0: of a team. Okay, so, so, so the idea then is that we're trying to achieve a common goal. Now, um, a a team is going to have more than one goal.
3: A team uh-huh.
0: has more than one option to achieve their goal. Uh-huh. And so the idea behind the team is to try to get as many people on the squad as possible
2: uh-huh.
0: to join in the effort and accept the ideology of how we get from point A to point B. that fair? Sounds good. All right. So, so we are in a situation and I think, uh, what has happened in our society is that, um, individuality has, is playing the biggest role in how the team functions. Now, what happens with individuality? Individuality is about what I want versus what the team needs. That fair or unfair? Sure, absolutely. The
1: individual focuses, is focusing on themselves.
0: It's focusing on themselves at the expense of working together. So what have we got there?
1: <laughs> oh boy. Sorry about that. We got a day today. So yeah, we yeah, we have individuals that focus on themselves, which is pretty much the nature of
0: uh it hampers the team uh, effort.
1: Yeah, it's human nature.
0: Okay. So so you think it's human nature to not be a part of the team? To not sacrifice yeah, for the team? Pretty much. Okay. So you don't think it's natural for people to be to want to be a part of a team.
1: It's a choice.
0: I understand that, but is uh-huh. it natural? Yeah. Because your first statement was is that it's human nature, meaning natural. Nature (laughs) meaning natural, right? It's human nature to be selfish. So you don't think that it's also
1: human nature to not be selfish? I I think it could could go either way, but uh, basically we are individuals correct and we look out for ourselves we have we have groups of individuals or families that theoretically look out for each other but we have plenty of examples where that doesn't really work out either where everybody's individuals and don't even care about their own family members so Uh,
0: that's true but we also have plenty of examples where people have sacrificed their own comfort, their own life Mm -hmm. for someone else. So, so I'm not as comfortable saying, I agree that we, as a bio unit, our self-preservation is strong, but also just as strong is uh, the idea of a teamwork of That you're, that you're a part of something bigger than yourself. Okay. That, that, um, that, that you will sacrifice yourself or sacrifice your own comfort or sacrifice your, your own um, accolades and, and, you know, whatever for the benefit of Uh a group that you belong to. Mm -hmm. Such as like your family, (coughs) such as like your friends, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: right? So it's just a, it's just a matter of identifying those players who want to be a part of a team and leaning on those players for the teamwork. Okay. Okay. You're not you're not. Uh-huh. so there's there are players who can score sixty points a game. That is great. But sixty uh-huh. points a game isn't always necessary for the team. Uh-huh. So well, you,
3: uh,
2: go ahead. No, when you mention that, I just think about what they said. Paul Wesley had told Magic Johnson when he first came into the league as a Lakers. They told Magic, he said, You can score 40 points a night. You have that ability, and we can win a lot of games. He said, But if you only score 20 points a night and get us 25 to 30 assists a night, getting other people in, we'll be a championship team. And. Go ahead. That's what Magic did because mm-hmm. nine out of his 12 seasons in the NBA, he was in the finals and they won five of them and they won five of the nine times. He was in the finals. Mm-hmm. And so what you're trying to do, and that was something that I had when I was studying to become a captain. You have captain that are supervisors and you have captains that are leaders mm-hmm. and a leader is more than let's just get this test get that task done at this time they try to put it out there for all their team to see the vision mm-hmm. and, and and see every, and see everything so and go up
0: so part of <laughs> and that's and that's kind of where i wanted to get to is that team, true teamwork, makes everybody better. Uh-huh. True teamwork makes everybody better. It doesn't make one or two individuals superstars. right. Sure. So the idea is self-sacrifice. You give up something. You don't wind up being um, MVP every year. For the benefit of the team, for the growth of the team, because in, in, um, if in the, um, so the growth of the team becomes the underlying uh-huh. factor of teamwork. Is that you, had, we do better when we help <coughs> others get better. So as American citizens, the more American citizens that are, are doing better, the more America does better. It's when we do, those individuals step up and say, I want for me, this is what I want. This is what I want. I don't care if anybody else does better. I don't care if anybody else's house is nice. I don't care if anybody else's lawn is cut, you know, just, just, but, but if we, if we, if we sacrifice some, some self grat congratulations for the benefit of the team, then we all benefit. Even the person who gave up something gains something.
1: Well yeah that sounds good in theory but uh on a large scope on a large level um in this country probably probably many other nations uh that's something that you know you just won't really realistically happen because our system is set up for people to uh possess large amounts of capital, create uh, large amounts of massive wealth, therefore have massive power and control over every over the economy, and therefore other people's lives. And there is really no sense of team mm-hmm. in, in, in that type of um, system. It's, it's like me, 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 more, 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 and the more power, the handful have the less power and control the the majority have so how do you how do you uh convert the system we have in a to a system based on teamwork
0: so so one of you the first thing you said was in theory and and i think we have empirical evidence that teamwork is more beneficial than individuality
1: Oh, I'm not uh, denying the the positivity of it. I'm just saying the possibility of teamwork in our system when it comes to the government and the nation as a whole. There, there's very little teamwork. Well, it's, it's so, individual.
0: So, at one point, so previously we had a large middle class. mm Hmm. When we had a large middle class, we had more people owning homes. We had more people doing well and society as a whole did better. Once we reached a point where people could see that all of these people have things that I want and I want to take that from them. And so, individuality started to become the big factor in um, in our our economic system. Individual wealth, individual uh, um, you know individuality becoming more important. When we started creating more more. Um, billionaires, we started losing the middle class and we started losing the um, the general health and intellectual well-being of society as a whole. Because individual players grew at the expense of the team.
1: yeah I mean and how did we get from point A to point B I think that uh our very system of government allowed that to happen the way it was set up
2: well I don't know okay
1: okay I'm well not-
2: what I think go ahead go ahead we got to here because you had a lot of people In the middle and lower classes, they voted for these selfish, full of hot air big wigs anyway. Even though this style of government would kill them, would maim them, to do all kinds of stuff to them. And they still, you know, stay in what they do. And, cause if like, I'm poor and I'm still gonna vote Republican or conservative, no matter what they do to me, then the conservatives got me for the long haul. Well, put- I, I don't know if I'm comfortable
0: with just putting the weight on conservatives because the dot Frank the the removal of the Dodd Frank Act and the removal of uh, some of the safeguards for um, what do you call it uh, when when a company uh, dominates a market
3: um,
0: uh-huh. those were just those were just as uh, a much maligned by. Um, um, People on the left, as it was people on the right, because the people on the right, being the smaller group, couldn't eliminate those by themselves.
1: Yeah, it's, it's systemic. Well, I don't know if In it's gov- again systemic. In our government, we have Congress, we have a Senate, House representatives. <laughs> they have, we have problems when these people we elect. Go to Washington. And the first thing that happens is these lobbyists come in pots of gold, literally buckets of money, offering them bribes to vote for their interests. You know, that ought to be illegal. They were just recently discussing how uh, members of Congress are doing insider trading. They won't even uh, enact legislation to stop that because they want to keep getting rich. This the system. It's, it's the capitalist system that focuses on money. Elections, it costs tons of money to run for office. And typically, if you can't come up with the money, you could be a best candidate. But if you don't have the money, it's hard to get elected. So basically, you know, we, we have big money controlling everything. Millionaires and billionaires don't pay taxes. Well, Congress makes the laws. Why don't they f- make the laws that they require them to pay taxes?
3: Well,
0: okay. So, so let me, so let me take a shot at that. So, when those when those laws, so the 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 situation where the IRS is hampered from doing certain things, wasn't done by billionaire. It took the efforts of common everyday citizens either not paying attention or being sold something and not taking the time to understand it for that legislation to pass. So... um we, we have more people that under, that know who the winner of um, uh, Dancing with the Stars is than knows mm-hmm. who their congressperson is. How a law, how, how legislation becomes a law. That's not millionaires and billionaires. That's everyday folk. You can't you talk and, about and, Congress people. In, dem- in our democracy, we had the opportunity to block those kinds of legislations, but because everything was going well, we decided to shift our attention to um, entertainment. That's that's not on the millionaires and billionaire class. That's on us.
1: Isn't it? Wait, who who's motivating these legislators to pass or not pass legislation where is it coming from once you vote them in the office you don't control them absolutely. only thing you can do you, is you not absolutely vote
0: once you once you vote them into office you can get them out if you don't if you don't take the responsibility to oversee your um To oversee your candidate. If you vote and you walk away, you say, ah, Mm -hmm. I got the guy in there I want. I'm good. I'm going to watch Dancing with the Stars. I'm going to watch whatever show you want to watch. If you're not paying attention, it's not on that candidate, is it?
1: Is it? Well, once, once you vote, I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay attention, not at all. But what the point is, you've got people that get in office and get, you, you made a good point. They they campaign on certain things, but then they do a whole bunch of other things that have nothing to do with um, maybe what they campaign on. And the people that voted for them. They either don't care or they think those things are that important.
2: Well, number one,
1: a congressperson, their
2: number one job is to get reelected. Once they get in, they're only thinking about the next election cycle. A representative two years, a senator six years. That's number one. Number two, Once people vote for somebody, unless they just do real stupid stuff, they're not never going to be where they're called for to, you know, give an account of what they did. So whenever they're voted in office, people rarely, very rarely, will hold them accountable, they'll go, Congress is broken and needs to be fixed, but not my congressman, not my senator. Mine is good. The rest of them are bad. And that's a lot of what that.
0: And, And that's what I was saying, is the responsibility isn't on Congress to fix it. It's on the citizens to fix it. You have to vote for the person who's going to do the job, and then you have to hold them accountable. You can't walk away. Mm-hmm. can't decide, you know what, uh, uh, I'm not going to have, you know, during the election, I'm going to run around and put a sign in my yard, vote for mm-hmm. John Q. Senator. And then the next time I talk about John Q. Senator, the next time I have anything to deal with John Q. Senator is four or six years from now. And I put a sign in the yard, and I don't know what John Q. Senator has done over the past four years. That's my responsibility as a citizen
1: of the United States. I agree. That's a great point. We have to be watching and paying attention, and you stay in communication with them to let them know uh, what's important to you as a citizen and a voter. A
2: lot of people don't want to get caught up because if you write to your representative or your senator and you were complaining about something, so what are you going to do? Mm -mm.
1: So well, I have, uh, I have uh, my congressperson's information here. I take the, <laughs> so I want to make sure that um, I watch them, what they're doing. Yeah, a lot,
0: a lot of, a lot of. I have, I, I'll, I'll have to admit that I haven't always been as active as I'd like to be, but, um. I know who a lot of my representatives are. It's recently that I've actually met more of them. And I definitely don't wait every four or six years to understand Mm -hmm. what legislation they've been putting forward and passing. Now, there are times when they slip because they're, they're, there's a little complication there they slip certain legislation into other bills um, one of the things that, that uh, was big on uh, a while back was uh, they would attach things to bills you know and to get something through on the military mm-hmm. budget they would put in pork projects you know in their home state right and this is a business as usual Mm -hmm. and so now we as citizens better understand that and so when they do that now a lot more people are looking forward or looking at that to understand Are is my representative putting more pork into a project and one of the things that that um i thought was important um is that a lot of people didn't even bother to learn about their representatives is just if they if they had name recognition if they knew that name mm-hmm. yeah they voted for that person right not understanding what the politics of that person is not understanding you know what the what the legislative history of that person is it's just I, I don't have to do any work.
1: Being a part of yeah, a, lot, a lot of times, that's true. But a lot of times, you you end up with that yeah. good old uh, lesser of two evils situation where you may not like either one of them and f- feel confident that they'll um, back your um, choices or, or your legislation, and you but you still have to pick one. So in that situation. What do you think we need to do? write him a letter
0: well i i i think um if you are an active um if you are active in politics and, and I think that that's important to say um our our legislative system is it works because it, it works best when we all get involved mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who reached voting age and didn't even register to vote. True. There are a lot of people who have, who have passed the, legis- the age to uh, register to vote and still are not registered to vote.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We, we don't We should not have We should not have voter registration drives. That should never happen in the United States.
2: That we shouldn't have voter registration. We should
0: never have a voter registration drive. As a citizen of this country, it is your responsibility, not just a right, it is a responsibility to be a part of taking your place in ensuring that our uh, legislative system works. If you walk away and you find something more important, like some form of entertainment, basketball game, TV show, whatever, you get a legislative system that is what it is. The reason that the lobbyists are able to do what they do is because there are so many more people who should be holding their feet to the fire of these people who aren't. And it takes the effort of everyone because there's a few people who are diehard, you know, follow um uh, legislative agendas and who's elected and what, what they've done or you, you can always we can always do better. I can wish I wish I could say um I have done everything that I could. I haven't. So I'm not blaming everybody, I'm blaming myself.
2: What so my do you think
1: about what do you think about the the whole idea about lobbyists uh, paying, giving much donations, as you want to call them, to people in office—is that a good idea?
0: So, so, so the idea behind lobbyists being—if um, let's say you are, you have a rare disease.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: it's a rare disease not a lot of Americans have not a lot of Americans <clears throat> may necessarily help try to support you in getting your problem seen okay so lobbyists are a way to keep in front of legislators that group of people that should not be forgotten. So lobbyists can have a beneficial effect. That's not the lobbyist you're talking about. Right. The lobbyist you're talking about, big oil, big tobacco, big pharma, people that influence legislation so that only a small percentage of of the public benefits from.
1: And that's why I think there ought to be some restrictions on uh, that type of uh, contribution coming from corporations like that that are strictly profit, uh, already making tons of money and really shouldn't be uh, influencing our uh, representatives with those big donations. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's just it should be illegal. I if it's understand. just a big, if a big corporation that's making huge profits, why do they need to influence the legislature?
0: I, I understand.
2: Let their for
0: right. I, I, I get it. Um, and so the thing is, um, what you want to do is you want to make a change and you're going to be talking to people who are already involved. The difficulty that we're having is getting enough mm-hmm. people involved so that uh-huh. it matters. Because, like uh-huh. you just pointed out, they have a lot of money to influence, to get in front of uh, senators, to get in front of elected officials, to have their issues heard to the you know they're going to be there to try to make that that elected per- officials life easier so that it makes their rep the people that they represent have a better chance of getting what they want done and <laughs> and so i understand what you're saying and 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 the thing is is that <clears throat> we need to um try to get as many people involved in the system as possible so so one of the things that um that I remember is that it was always understood that you know uh in in countries outside of United States people were involved
3: uh-huh
0: All right, so did you turn that ringer off? Yeah. Okay, so from now on, we need to do that before we start the show.
1: Right. So what about this idea? Um, You know, people point to the fact that it's so expensive for these politicians to work and live in DC and the cost they have and all of that. I was thinking that there ought to be a way for both the government and citizens or even even the corporations to supplement or help give them a decent income so that they're not starving. It, we don't want them working just for a, a huge uh, contribution, you know, that influence Outside influence, but I think they ought to have an affordable living. I think there should be a way that government can make them more comfortable without having to take blood money or these. Lobbies. You
2: know how much tax you money know how much people are making. I mean, Congress. But when you well, I'm a representative about
1: is making contributions.
2: A representative is making 107 grand a year. That's so nothing. City is
1: making about 110 grand. A that, that's nothing to live and work in D.C. You got to look at the cost. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's
2: the thing. There are people who are living in those cities making a lot less money than they are. That's true. But so Don't ask me to cry for what these politicians are making. And they know what money they're getting into when they run for these offices and when they go out and make money.
1: They know what they're getting into, but I'm just saying to pay a buy. <laughs> I, that the money that they make based on what, what their actual costs are, not that much, which is why they're so susceptible to these lobbyists because they're, they're not making they a lot of money, they're commuting back and forth, all this money they have to spend the work and, and, uh, DC clothing and uh, it, it's it's a big it's an expensive job and I think there ought to be ways that the government can help <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you what
2: know? well, you're susceptible to lot because of what it costs to run for the office yes. that's how that, you all, all of that and in most <laughs> excuse me and in most districts The people aren't gonna be there to always be in your face. They're not gonna give up money. And so that's part and parcel of the thing. And the way you get you usually get time with a politician. You gotta show him that there is a bunch of money. You can use the spin against him or her or you can influence a lot of voters to not vote for him or her. And that's how if you ain't got the money tip, that's how you got to get it on. So on let, me say, let me say,
0: let me say, I fully understand what you're saying, Warren. Sure. Uh, not not being a having to live on uh, um, the salary of. <coughs> an elected person in DC there are horror stories that I've heard and so so I understand what you're saying and um and I think uh w- we have to see them as citizens too and that they they are uh, because of because of their closeness to power put you Put your microphone on mute for me, Leonard. Okay. Okay. And then, and then, when you're done coughing, take it off. Okay. All right. So. Um, so. So I agree with you, that uh, that things need to be done. And one of the things that I'm hoping is that. Like you've, you know, brought that up in the conversation. That somehow we can start having conversations about leveling off our um, our society. Get back to being productive. Get back to being, uh, doing better at teamwork. So that we can accomplish the goals of building a better America for everyone. And one of the things huh? for everyone, for everyone. And the difficulty right now is that there are people who are comfortable who don't want things to change because that means that they don't get to control things anymore. And so with that being the case, um, others are going to experience pain until we are able to get enough people uh, banding together, uh, accepting our team challenge of making society better for everyone. And so part of you know what we're doing here at the podcast, I think, is to try to get people to recognize that I don't have to agree with you, but if you're doing something and we're working towards things together. Hopefully, we will wind up on the same, um, doing the same thing to try to accomplish the same goals. It doesn't. It doesn't guarantee it. Um, and and it, it is going to be difficult. Um, I don't want to vilify people, but I understand that sometimes vilification is necessary to get people to, to move off a harmful. Um, ideology Um, and and so you know the thing is 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 that the more people that we have the more people that we have uh, joining in the fight hopefully the more likely we are to have
1: a better outcome Yeah, you made some good points i think that uh we definitely need to work on ways to make our government more uh more efficient Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
1: we need to stop all of this pork money coming in into these um politicians pockets so that they can vote the right way for the right corporations regardless of our interest Mm -hmm. you know these I, i don't even like to name names but certain uh, senators in states that are dirt poor or multi-millionaires and then steady making more money and continue to get elected. You know, it's just kind of ridiculous, but somehow that happens. And uh, you know, they're getting uh, money from big oil, big pharma, la di da and that shouldn't be influencing our legislation. When it's not helping the people. Right. When our big corporate profit.
0: We are we are done for today. Tomorrow's discussion is going to be about those people that uh some of those people that Warren didn't want to name particularly. And and I'm reticent to name, but sometimes you gotta call people out. Um yeah. sometimes the situation just warrants you have to call people out. Uh any last words, Leonard? Make them short. Turn your, on mute. On. Turn your microphone on. Turn your microphone
2: Hold on. Well, you didn't want to call out any names, but I'm going to call out a couple. Joe Manchin and Christian Center.
0: Tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Last comments, Warren.
3: Okay.
0: Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this afternoon. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central Time.
1: That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment.
0: And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including stitcher.com, the iTunes store, and the Google Play Music store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares and comments so please like share and comment on this and other episodes of altitude adjustment because it matters and as always look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you